Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in Podcast 111 Productions, iHeartRadio, iHeartPodcast, iHeartMedia, and we're going to we're going to get into this rather Scott. this episode is going to be discussed amongst four of these talking heads that you see before you. But first, I want to say I'm excited to go to Tupelo, Mississippi, the home of Elvis Presley. I keep trying to figure out what song is about Tupelo, but I think it's a Tim McGraw song. Probably, maybe. I think so. And so I'm going to be there at the uh, Tupelo Con, uh, March 16th through 18th. So come on down. People can come see you to talk about season six. Because guess what? <laughs> what? And if you want to get the uh, the new line of Gilmore Girls coffees, the Luke's Diner Blend, the Stars Hall Blend, and the uh, Dragonfly and Talk Fla- Fast Blend. Go to the uh, Warner Brothers Studio Store in Burbank, California, where it is exclusively sold. If you want Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee, email us at support at scottyp.com and we will get a bulk order out to I'm you. I'm glad right. you're anyway. telling this all now because it's about to get real. <laughs> it's it's about to get real, folks, because I think we have some very engaged podcasters. Some podcasting talent <laughs> is fully engaged what do we think, kids? Well, Should we synopsize first? Hang on. I think, yeah, I think let's, let's keep synopsize. the horses in the barn. Let's synopsize. <laughs> really, but we need to address that this is the final episode yeah, yeah, with your original fine. creators. 
that's kind of yeah. weird. And it's called partings. So uh, yeah, there's your clue. It's like we're parting, so this is our parting gift. Anyway, and do you uh, all remember? Wait, before we get into it, I have to ask you a few questions. Do you remember that they were leaving? Like, did you guys know at this point, or did you not find out until a little bit later, like in the summer? You know, that's a good question. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember if we knew or if I knew. Um, Because I wonder how everyone I'm going to have to jog my memory a little bit, but I I don't remember distinctively, you know. Knowing already. Yeah. Which I could imagine maybe you didn't because it, you know, maybe they thought it would get resolved. Mm. Yeah, pretty big blow when they didn't get the two-year deal which is standard with a hit show at Warner Brothers. And they just felt snubbed and they said bye-bye. Okay. Well, beautifully shot episode also, I will say. It was shot. It looked like a movie to me. I thought it was. Oh, I thought it was really. It it doesn't look like a movie. Oh, I disagree. (laughs) It does not look like a movie. There was a lot of Stars Hollow. There was a, a lot of new Things like angles and yeah. things we hadn't seen. Looked there like were, a movie it, shot on a potato. There was <laughs> there was parts of Stars Hollow we'd never seen before. I'm just saying there yeah. was a lot of movement. I would say yes. like the camera was no, moving. I, I, but I digress. It, it, it was a rather attractive looking episode. Yes, it, it really did pop and different. Um, well, you know, it was uh, it was the uh, the goodbye. It's like. Uh, I listen uh, before we synopsize. I will say this because there's been a lot of uh, conjecture, a lot of theory as to what this last episode really meant, what Amy and Dan were thinking. Uh, you know, are there well, what are all the hidden messages in this episode? Is it, yeah. is it a, is it a, are they slamming the fan base? Like, we're going to ruin these characters, we're going to ruin this show. I don't no, know. I, I don't, don't know so. so much. You know what I think it, you know what, you know what dawned on me watching this episode was. I think they were saying we're really good writers. We're great writers. Yep. And we're going to leave this here for you. Try to match this because you're not going to be able to because yeah. our talent run a, runs amok and we charge accordingly. So we're going to go on and do great things, which they have done. They have that confidence. They know how good they are. Yeah, because you can't write like that and not know how good you are. And I think that's really what it was. It's like, we're going to give you this treat. Bye bye. Enjoy. And uh, you're not going to see anything better than this. And that's kind of how I felt about it. I mean, uh, you know, the ending I know is extraordinarily controversial. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But Danielle, uh, I don't I don't I have a hot take. Okay, no, we're. And we're gonna, you're gonna melt out. <laughs> we're gonna ours. hot yeah. take it. We're gonna, we're, hot we're gonna, take. we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. all right. This is season six, episode 22, the finale partings. Um, air date May 9th, 2006. And the synopsis is Logan graduates from college, and Rory throws him an epic goodbye party as he takes off for London to work for his dad. Emily and Richard set up Christopher at Friday night dinner. And Luke and Lorelai continue to be distant, but as as she realizes she needs to take matters into her own hands, she gives an ultimatum. 
but the outcome lands her in the arms of her ex oh and town troubadours flood stars hollow hoping to get discovered so we start this off at Suki's. Uh, we do this whole super <gasps> quiet routine. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really contrasted Lorelai's life in the present with what she really wants. And funny with Suki. Funny. Mm-hmm. The way they did it, just zoomed in on her face. Mm-hmm. A lot of face acting yeah. in this episode with the funny bit, because that is exactly how parents are. Oh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Like, and it's so loud. <laughs> Bang, you know, everyone's, it was really, that was a, that was a 10 out of 10 for me to start. I was like, mm. it was mm-hmm. different. It wasn't too long. Right. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was a uh, perfect tone. It Suzanne. captured, it captured the, uh, you know, it really captured Lorelai's angst. Yes, I thought so too, and Suzanne. Her, and her internal thoughts. And the, it contrasted where she was in her life where, and where Suki is yes, in her life. Yes, yes, yes. I, I agree. Without Suki Lorelai having to say a word. Yeah. That yeah. is great writing. I, I thought yeah. it was interesting, like you, you said, Scott, like she did the whole thing without saying a word and conveyed the idea that she was sort of in her own little bubble, like her own little world, existing by herself, but yet still with other people. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was that was pretty powerful. And then it happened again at the end. If you like, in the very yeah, last, scene, it, right. was, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't Ooh, say anything. I didn't realize that until you just said it right now. Ooh, you're right. Wow. You're By so the way, right. I, in my Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee mug, I am having a cup of the Jamaican Me Crazy, and I am in heaven right now. So good. Yeah, you actually look pretty happy drinking that. <laughs> I've never had a cup of coffee, but oh my god, cares. Uh, yeah, that is a really cool note, Suzanne. Uh, you are uh, right. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that as mm-hmm. we get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I. I I think right from the start they sucked me in, and I was like, "Oh, well, I we we frame in. we frame the main narrative right there. Bang, mm-hmm. here we go." And then I, what 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 they do within that framework was uh, uh, mildly entertaining, mm-hmm. quite entertaining, uh, stupendously entertaining. All right, so now we're in Stars Hollow. Taylor, can I make one note? Yes, please. Uh, One thing Amy I did think was row. interesting yes. about this episode, yeah. and I'll say it now. Say an episode's 44 minutes, right? 40. I would. Is it 40? 20 minutes of commercials. Okay. I think it's still 42. We'll, we'll figure it out. 40. <laughs> I think. Okay. We'll go with 40 because you're the boss. So <laughs> I would say in this episode of meaty content, we had. 35 there was a lot of filler with troubadours so many that troubadours I didn't mind I didn't but, mind, but it was so damn funny but it was, a, it was Come a lot on. right it was a lot it was a significant amount oh man so that I felt like here's what I'll say there wasn't a wasted scene of the rest right so there yes. wasn't a scene that I would toss or a wasted moment of the 35 minutes. I think what you're trying to say is it was a perfect balance of bizarre comedy, straight comedy, uh, dramedy and drama. 
Yeah. I don't know if and I liked sort of, the amount of troubadours. It was like a lot. I was I was okay lot. with like three scenes, but when it was every single scene, I was it was just it was too much for me. I, it was too much. I liked the troubadours because they were all like actual groups. Like it was Sparks and it was right, Sonic Youth. Right, there was Sparks. Right, right, right. right exactly. As soon as it came on, I'm like Sparks, and I didn't know whether I was right, but there they yeah, were. Yeah, Paladino was in there. I just I thought I liked the troubadours. The I return was- of Marilyn Ricecomb. Oh, she yes. was hysterical. Her Volvo song. Rhyming Hawaiians <laughs> with crying and everything. I mean, come on. It was fine, but it was a lot. It was a lot. It, you guys, <clears throat> it was a lot. It was a lot. But they, It was a they, lot, but they, you had to have something happy going <clears throat> on to distract you from the rest of the insanity. Suzanne French for the win. Thank <laughs> you. Can I also That's say exactly as we dig into this. Point. Sometimes I'm wishy-washy on her, but I'm going to say Alexis Bledel. Oh, bravo. This was probably her best acting. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what do I know? I'm just a rando person who they gave a microphone to. But Who thinks that shows are 44 minutes? I think they are. That's it's unbelievable. When you watch on Netflix, it's definitely 43, but I don't know if that's because the... The starting credits. Yeah. And the flashback, you know, like right, so maybe the an actual episode is 40. That uh, you're making me crazy is making me crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so continue, Scott. Let's get into it. All right. So now we're in Stars Hollow. Taylor is walking down the street and he's noticing that, you know, Grantley Buffalo is missing. Mm-hmm. And there's another troubadour singing and he was doing a pretty darn good job it was a pretty nice little song with some nice changes in that song so i'm a songwriter and i i check it out and i'm like yeah that's a nicely structured song with a nice my note was a lot of background actors got to talk yeah okay so then taylor um you know so he notices this and he's 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 this is our first tease of the uh the change in the troubadour. I don't think we, we don't find out here that, that Grantley Buffalo is going off to open for Neil Young. Yeah. I think, yeah, I started to assume it because he you, said that he was, that going was in, a, in the prior, last episode. Right. Wasn't it was it? a prior episode. Right. Yeah. In the last episode, we learn he's going to. Right. Because yeah. he bumps into Suki and Jackson. So I we sort of are like, I didn't remember that, which is probably why I enjoyed all these troubadours so much. <laughs> I said, What's going on? <laughs> that was a nice scene for Taylor. And then oh, God, there was yeah. a lot of background actors talking to him, which normally doesn't happen. So I was like, oh, oh they speak. Whoa. Ta- Taylor <laughs> was so great in this. He made me laugh so hard. His shocked and outraged <laughs> reactions are just beautiful. Um, all right, and then we have Laurel, Rory and Logan graduating. Yep. Logan's graduating. He's got his cane. He's walking around like. Charlie Chaplin, a little bit. <laughs> I think I think on the last last time we see w- Logan walking away before he goes to uh, the car to go to the airport to go to London. I think we do a little homage to Chaplin. I thought that was a little little trampy thing there. Um, but anyway, what do we think of the graduation stuff? Well, thought it was a little racy that they're going through the camera. <laughs> And he says, that's my naked butt. She has naked photos of Logan. I thought, oh, wow. Yeah. 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 (laughs) The nature of their relationship. I definitely was like, wowza. Okay. Also, Mm -hmm. it kind of gave me a visual of like, do I want that or no? I think you do. (laughs) Come on. Admit it. You like him. 
I mean, I love Matt Zucre. Well, so you like, you would. So, I mean, I was like, oh, I think you'd like to be. Wait a minute. Would you like to be Rory for a day or a week? With Logan. Would like to be Lorelai, but I wouldn't mind being Rory dating Zucre because I feel like like you like Luke better than Logan. Because if you're Lorelai for a day. Oh, my gosh. That is a. That is a question for me. Well, you, 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 back just then. Right in, you just right back, in. You wow. walked right into something. <laughs> because at the time I was crushing because it was 20 years ago. So right. I was a young, I was right in the middle, right? Because I was 30. And I was definitely crushing on both. I was yeah. like, oh, I love them both. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I thought a little racy, but I, I like, I, I was very pleased with this. Suzanne, Danielle, like, how are you guys feeling? I, I liked L- Logan and Rory so much this episode, and it's annoying that they get ripped apart at the end of it, mm. in my opinion. Like, I I thought finally they're kind of making sense. You know, isn't yeah. it interesting how Lorelai wanted to hear a don't go from Luke and Logan wanted to hear a don't go from Rory? I know. You know? Yeah. And neither of them got their satisfaction. Yeah. Right. Hence the name of the episode. Right, sure. Yeah. Parties. <laughs> I don't blame Rory, though. I don't either. We have we have a lot to talk about. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually, it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way with IKEA? Your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right. So now we uh, see Sparks. All of a sudden, Sparks is on the 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 duo the musical duo who did very well in the what the 80s uh sparks uh jamming in front of dozy's market and taylor <laughs> comes out with hysterically funny exasperated gesticulations did you notice that taylor called luke lucas i wrote that yes. Yes. Does. my yes. favorite yes. thing I, he, does I, he I, I literally wrote down in my notes does he always do this yes. i don't yes. ever recall yes. it Okay. Yeah, he, he calls him Lucas. It's yeah. very fatherly of him too. I really like that, and it's such I a subtle thing, but yet I love it. So, so this is when we see uh, Sparks, and then you know Ted Rooney rhyming with Hawaiian and crying and lying and just being his cool self, man. And, is this where uh, we get Mary Lynn and her Volvo song? Not yet. Okay, that's toward the end. Uh, okay. Yeah, and is that that's an original song she wrote? Because it's very it sure funny. seems like it's it. very funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, and uh, okay, so now we're inside Luke's, and and the, uh, Taylor's outrage continues as he yep. comes to a completely disinterested Luke on the phone, um, saying, "This is the height of my interest. Get away from me! I'm not interested in anything you have to say." He goes to Kirk, and what do we think about that? Kirk has some very funny lines here. Yeah, it was all good. Mm-hmm. This is one that we, was that was a laugh out loud moment for me because I'm a big monkeys fan. So when he said, "Who's Neil oh God, That's right. is one of the monkeys. I that I just right. He, did he wrote last train to Clarksville. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, <laughs> "What's well, not Neil Young?" <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Taylor. Um, comparing the the troubadours to somebody who he thinks is supremely talented uh, pat boone oh my god uh, <laughs> i was like he says if you people wow. don't leave right now because otherwise i'll call the authorities and they'll you'll be confronted with water hoses and canines so bye bye right uh i i one of the great uh taylor the greatest taylor moments uh perhaps uh in recent memory um very funny and not taking nothing away from pat boone he was an amazing artist uh still i is. was a debbie boone remember you lied in my life oh yeah still is is he is, is yeah pat boone's around remember when he had his like heavy metal day did he really mm-hmm. he had heavy he went into heavy metal it, but like at 80 like when he was old what? He, like suddenly, what i remember what? him like a leather vest oh yeah oh, come Google on it. that's pat great. boone doing metal what was that a pat great. boone hit does anybody remember um uh, I just have a feeling it's it's something like a smile on your face. Oh my god! Let's see if you're right. Hold I on. I don't think I'm right. This will save us from doing this in pop culture. A smile. Pat Boone hits. Love letters in the sand. Speedy Gonzalez. April Love. <laughs> Moody. No, I'll be home. Wow. No smile on your face. Pat Boone age. Let's do that. Pat Boone age. Whoa. 89 years old. Good for wow. Pat Boone. He's still, he's still kicking it. Man. For Pat like Boone. It. He's yeah. still up there rocking. So I also noticed that horse statue behind Taylor. I don't know why I'd never noticed it so prominently as I did in this episode. I was mm. like, wow. 
That's quite a statue. Yeah, yeah, it was there all the time. Um, all right, now uh, we're outside of uh, Lorelai's house. Very zoomed-in shot of the mailbox. Right, and she and she calls Rory, and Rory is uh, post graduation and staying away from the uh, the Mitchums and the Huntsburgers, mm-hmm. and letting uh, Logan do his thing. What do you guys think of this? Here's my note on it. Lorelai, because I've I've been in that position where you're heartbroken and you're having to fake it for somebody. And I thought she really expressed that so well. Like the way we saw her, not the way she Rory was hearing her, although Rory was like, oh, what's going on? She seems so heartbroken. When Rory like, was like, are you okay? And she was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Great. <laughs> no. And then when she hangs up, it's that pain that we've all felt when you're like, I am in so much pain and I just faked it so hard. Yeah. So I thought that was portrayed so well mm-hmm. in that scene. Keep talking. I'm going to take my shirt off. Ew. No, there's one under. <laughs> we- what, do you, what do you mean? Ew. <laughs> Just so everybody knows we're I making him stop. But he's got a lot. I worked out. Did you hear say I worked out? <laughs> he's got like a long sleeve shirt on. He's just hot. But we all reacted like, that's because we're like brother and sister, all of us now. And it's just like, oh no, what? Between the, the butt talk and now the best comeback Scott is, I work out. <laughs> How dare you? So good. So good. Yeah, she's in pain. Oof. She has been in pain for the last few episodes, though, and hiding yeah. it the whole yeah, time, yeah. you know? Yeah, so exactly. it's not the first like, time. She's we've just seen tired. This. She's just so exhausted from all of the emotional yeah. which I work get. that she's been doing. The only part I am not on Team Lorelai for is her weird antics of avoiding him. With the, that's well, I think weird. that's the next one of the next scenes, but with the yeah, with Patty, I'm like, why bizarre. are you involving everybody? Who, like, and who hides from their significant other? Like, that's freaking weird. I'm sorry, yeah. weird. Mm. That's I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna recuse myself from this conversation. Yeah, I mean, why you think it's weird too? I'm, I've, I've. No, I've never been a woman, and I don't know how she's feeling. Well, she's I have been it. for 50 years. I, I, I should disqualify myself. <laughs> and I get all of it, except for, like, I literally would never be like, tell him I'm not here. Yeah, and she's done that more to, than once. To like, the person I'm engaged to. Yeah. Weird. It is so weird. And I feel like we've been seeing this for the last few episodes and it's been building up, building up, building up. And finally yeah. there was a payoff this episode. And yeah, it's just, I hate how she's involving everyone in her, in her business with Luke and, and being very high school about it. But that's yes, the I nature can, of the show. Right? Her for that. But that's, mm, it's, community. it's, it's stars hollow. It's a small town. Everybody knows everybody's business. That's kind of the point but, of living in a place like that because everybody's accountable for their behavior. And I, that's the charm. And if you want to call yeah. it a downside, sure, fine. A small town, but that's part of the charm of living in a small town. Everybody knows your business. Sure. Fine on that. But Lorelai, I expect better of her and the relationship than her hiding in Rory's bedroom and telling Patty to tell him I'm not here. I like, agree. Eh, 
I didn't really have that much of a problem mm. with it. I Ew. I think she's just trying to figure out what she's going to do now because she's still trying to recover from the whole birthday party thing. And, you know, Luke is pushing her away again. And she's just, I think she just wanted, she's just trying to create kind of some space where she can think then and say, decide I need what some she's going to do. Then say, I need space. Yeah. Well, but Luke, Instead I mean, lying Luke about a staff having, meeting, Luke lying about a, staff a conversation meeting. with her. So now it's her turn to not have a conversation with Luke. Like, we can't is it we can't say it's okay for him to act that way and then say it's not okay for her to act that but way. But he's never he's never been like that with it. He's always like been pretty vocal, like I'm figuring it out, or this is what happened. Mm. Guys, no, he hasn't been he has he never, never had said, a conversation with he her. He's never her, about told it. her he has a meeting that he doesn't have, and he has never said to Caesar, tell her I'm not here. He has never done that. Okay, but he's definitely avoided having a conversation with her. No, he's avoided maybe addressing a certain topic. He's never avoided talking to her. When did you see him avoid talking to her or running away from her or hiding from her? I never saw that. Just he just doesn't I, I, he just doesn't bring anything up and he kind Yeah. Of, he just kind of avoids or he's too busy to talk about it. Or there is some avoid. I kind of agree. I with mean, she's that. just manifesting it differently than he does. She, yeah. he just avoids it by not talking about it, and she avoids it by physically removing herself. Right. It's weird. He doesn't get. He doesn't. No. He just. He doesn't get super emotional about it. He just correct. But she's being weird. Hmm. You don't have to agree. I'm recusing myself from the discussion. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think. Look, everybody can be mad at Luke for his part in this. I am just saying I don't like that she lied about the staff meeting. I don't like that she hid in the bedroom and said, tell him I'm not here. Like, that's mean. Yeah. Just my opinion. It's mean. And it's mm -hmm. it's high school-y. It's weird. But, you no. know, okay. we'll hear so, from everybody whether they agree or not. Mm. All right. So are we, uh, you know, but Miss Patty does say the longer the freeze out, the better the makeup. So, But don't. <laughs> Wait too long, Lorelai. And then we have this uh, three hus third husband thing. And then I think she husband. listed four. Oh my four god, that, so yeah. many. I had a opportunity to scratch Paul Anka's butt for an hour, and what glory! And that reminded me of my fourth husband on the way. I mean, it's like what is going on with like the butts in this episode? Um, anyway, um, all right. So now we're back to Logan and Rory. And uh, Logan is being detained at the yeah. elevator by his father. Unexpectedly yeah. uh, uh, inconvenienced by his father's friends and they're talking business and Logan doesn't want anything to do with it. What do you guys think of this? L Logan's yeah. got a serious bar in that house. That was my first note. Yes. Like, wow, <laughs> for a 21, 22-year-old, he's got a serious like bar set up. He's so a rich kid. That. He's one of the richest kids in the country. So yeah, he's gonna. And have he throws a, a lot of parties, bar. so he's yeah, got he a lot well of parties. And yeah, then I, the guy. I, my takeaway from this scene is more once Rory gets in the elevator. Um, yeah, that's where I had thoughts. Well, this is where you know these two agree with each other. They found yeah. common ground. Yeah, yeah. She didn't disagree with him. No, and he finally, she finally sort of understood. Yeah, I think I'm not she, sure like, I disagree with him. 
No, I think I she like marched in there being like, I'm going to tell him what's what and I'm going to put him in right. his place. Right. And then once he actually started explaining himself, I think she realized this is also what I'm trying to do with Logan mm-hmm. just yeah. differently. Yeah. Well, I mean, the most poignant lines for me in that whole scene was that he's my son. I want him to do well. Yeah. And yeah. I want him to grow up and I want him to stop flinging himself off of out of planes or off of cliffs with makeshift parachutes. And I want him to get away from those idiot friends of his. Yeah. 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 And those are all things she wants too. How do you think he feels that his son was almost killed? Right. And or well, almost killed himself practically. <laughs> well, I no, also I mean, sort of thought he on, was about to say, like, if you want to go with him, go with him. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I think Rory finally understood, like, this has nothing to do with her. Yeah. She can go with right. him. He doesn't care. Whether or not she was she with sure Logan can. or not, he would be going to London this year. Yeah. What's the big uh, problem with her going? She's not graduated. Him? She has to finish school. She can go to London School of he Economics. Totally could, she can well, transfer correct, to Oxford. Or she could go for what's the summer. The right, right. Give me a break. Yeah, uh. I agree. She could I totally go, go with him for the summer. Filling up the ap- applications, yeah. Rory. Let's go. Get Richard and Emily involved. You're at Oxford now. You know, you're at Cambridge. Whatever, wherever yeah. you want to go. Yeah. Queens College. Let's go ahead. But what will oh, that oh, mean for that. the Rory building of astronomy? But anyway. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, good. Again, the 35 minutes of meat, every single word of it was was meaty. That was a good I, scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked the the scene between Mitchum and Rory. I Thanks. just I think it was kind of a full circle moment. You see these two people like at feuding this whole season, and finally there's a level of common ground between the two of them that she yeah. can't deny anymore. And and I think it was one of the first times we've seen Mitchum vulnerable. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he 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 escalated a little bit. He got a little heated at the end there, but it that's his son. That's yeah. all I had to say. This is my son. And he's just repeating what his father did. Yeah. He loves his son. He's yeah. loving his son. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't sound like it. It doesn't look like it, but he cares. Yeah. He cares deeply. Um, Very powerful stuff. Very powerful stuff. Anyway, so, and of course, you know, Rory thinks it's all about her. Do you really hate mm-hmm. me that much? Right. right. And then she gets a little, <laughs> she gets sort of a, a, a mm. you know, he just basically, up, girl. Yeah. He was like, you. zip it. I need you to zip yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You to zip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Ah, <laughs> uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. 
This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so now we're back in the uh, uh, Stars Hollow. A very new angle of Stars Hollow, like I said, with Cliff the Postman. I'm not and sure Cl- I've ever been on Cliff that street. Cliff the Postman. Mm-hmm. I have some little behind the scenes here. Cliff the Postman is my stand-in. He was <gasps> my stand-in. No. Cool yes. tidbit. No and way. He, and he got his moment on the show. Yeah, really cool. And he's a really good actor, and he's a really good guy. That's and, cool. Uh, he wore really cool. uh, he wore platform shoes that were about six inches high. Oh, because he's shorter than you. <laughs> he's a little shorter than me. Yeah, uh, not a lot shorter, but he, you know, he had to wear those platforms, and he's just, you know, hardworking dude, good dude. Cool. Well, he's and great as Cliff the Postman, and he's we great saw as new Cliff street. the Postman. We want to see more of Cliff the Postman. We have a question. This might be dumb, but maybe somebody listening has the same question. What does a stand-in do? Like, they, uh, when they do they light, block when, the scenes for you? No, no, no. We block the scenes, and then the stand-ins come in and stand there while they light the scene. The lighting takes a while. It can. Uh, so, I, you know, Laurel, I had her own stand-in. I had my own stand-in. Rory had her own stand-in. Um, so, yeah, they have to stand there and be still while uh, the DP and, his, and the crew are lighting the scenes. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they used uh, Lorelai Stannon was in this episode too at, in the very beginning. When, no way. When the first of those people walking. Yeah. When Taylor. when Taylor sees the first troubadour and he has a conversation with a woman walking the other yeah. direction, that was Lorelai's Lauren Stannon. I kind of like that they're like incorporating all of the crew. In Are this they trying episode. to get those people their SAG cards or something? That's what it feels like. Well, give them a little know, extra, little extra money. They get a little, yeah. they get a bump in pay and season yeah. finale. Get to put it on their resume. It's you know, it's a nice thing. Um, all right, now uh, troubadours everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's just filled with singers. Hysterical is, scene. Is, and they, they do a was that the one with the crane out. shot? I yes. liked the crane yeah. shot of yeah. all the troubadours yep. all over oh, the yeah. square. All over the place, you know. And here's the interesting thing. 
I just before a couple days ago, I just wrote a song about busking. Is oh, busking cool. what those guys are doing? Yeah, they you stand on like a street, street corner and you play. Wow. I just finished a song. I was just busking. concerned. It's my that- tribute to buskers, and then I see this up in this episode. And I say, <laughs> "Oh my god!" I love it. My one concern was there was so many that it would would it sound like a big mess. Yes, because they weren't quite spread apart enough. Where I'm like, how am I going to hear you with your art? I don't think they were concerned there. with that. I think they were just concerned with doing the joke well. Filling the scene. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. why it was, um, it was good. It was good. So now we're at Emily and Richards, and uh, oh, the unveiling of the uh, of the building, the Rory Gilmore Astronomy. The thing's building. covered on the coffee table, and I was okay. Just like, I, I'm going to throw a flag here. This is going to be. A I'm gonna throw, I do too. <laughs> I'm going to throw a flag here, okay? And and you guys tell me if you, you agree with me. You know, Emily and Richard High Culture Gilmore unveil the tackiest looking thing you ever see with, <laughs> with, with the f- crazy looking fonts. and huge Yeah, that's the sign not was something that they big. would approve of. The building you know, was pretty. This is my bone to were, pick. were horrendous. They, it, it really looked. The sign was bad. Yeah. bad yeah yeah they were saying it was a small settlement to get a building made at a university you're talking about millions of dollars oh, but they've got millions. Millions. They're, they're adding their million. own money i i thought that if not, i was worried i'd be pissed I'd be like can you put that in my retirement fund yeah, what, right, <laughs> like, exactly. they, we've already figured out they have like a couple hundred million and that building's probably what 25 million they're fine yeah, and it I was going to be open in like six months. I'm like, eh, that seemed so. fast. <laughs> but I think I think Richard gets the tax deduction if he donates the building. Yeah. You know? Otherwise, they've got he plenty of dough. They got plenty. My red flag was that they were talking about how they got this very nice settlement, but it hasn't even been a week since the right. surgery. Right. And True. anybody who has ever dealt with an insurance company knows <laughs> that, <Not>. that malpractice <laughs> right. insurance is not going to pay out in like Truth five on days. That. And Truth plus on it's that. like a, a little eye LASIK thing that didn't hurt her because she's fine now, right? Right. Yeah, it's not like she lost <laughs> so her it's eyeball. It's not like she's blind in one eye. <laughs> And then now she has some other issues, and then you get a multi-million dollar settlement. So, I, yeah, that's that's another flag. A couple flags on the scene. But I, I have one more flag, and we haven't quite filled out the scene yet. But when Lorelai first walked in, Emily asks her if Luke was coming. Oh, yeah. And she and says, how are we? How are so we? So she, like, in Emily's head, she was knowing that, that potentially Luke and Christopher were going to be there at the same time. Would that be terrible? Do they think they were going to go to blows? Do they even well, know that those two? I mean, maybe she was just doing it to look for some cover and not be suspected of setting them up. I agree. With I think you. it was her maybe. way of saying, "How are we?" No, it's, but it's, then, it's, like, why would her whole point of setting up Christopher this? Uh, like, yeah. Uh, what you think she she wanted Luke no, and she, Lorelai she, to she, see that they're I think setting she up what she wanted. No, she, she knew Lorelai was going to be pissed about it. And then Emily could yeah. defend herself by saying, uh, but I asked you at the front door if you would bring bring Luke. So, of course, I didn't set this up. Well, I don't know. I but don't Christopher know. Don't know. knew because knows? in the bathroom, he says, I thought I was coming here to have dinner with you and Rory. Right. I'm befuddled by why Emily is so hellbent on setting up Christopher. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so thinking. that's exactly my point. I think she is it had to make Lorelai jealous. Yes. Mm, I so I don't crafty. I feel like nobody's that crafty. Oh no, Emily. Yep, that's Emily. <laughs> Emily's crafty. Very crafty. 
Emily is really crafty, oh, and that's she's, a nice way of putting she's it. CIA level. But, that's that's that's, um, that's trade craft at working it, there. That's trade. It started in the me. last episode when they were driving yeah. around in, I know, in the giant nice. SUV, and she's trying to think of like all these girls to set up Christopher you with. Want, and, and but you want to know my take on too. it? Like, it doesn't make sense. Here's my actual like Occam's razor. Do you know Occam's razor? I'm obsessed yes. with Occam's razor. Yes. It's the way they're getting Christopher back in the thing. Right. See, that's what I thought too. It I'm was very just, Occam's like, razor on it, right? Like we're we're trying to be all CIA. No, basically, she's just talking about Christopher all the time because the writers need a reason to get Christopher back in. Mm -hmm. So why can't they use the big payoff of the end? Why can't Although they I use Rory? Like use Rory for that. That makes well, more sense. Also, I actually think the payoff would have been even more iconic if we hadn't have had so much weird, gratuitous talk of Christopher and we didn't do this date setup, that we just see other stuff, right? And we see or, this implosion yeah. of Luke and Lorelai and then all of a sudden she's at his door. I agree That would have been more boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, but then, but then you it don't, was so like, then you don't get Melora Harden. Crap. You don't get a psychologist. Right, you don't right, get right. The, the, the backseat therapy scene. You know what I'm saying? True, true, true. Which was great. Melora yeah. Harden was awesome in this episode. Uh, she's awesome yeah. in everything she does. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get to that. She's about to ding dong the doorbell. Yeah, exactly. First doorbell is Christopher. Um, yeah, and then Christopher comes in. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. How, how this do is we feel? How do we feel? You know, I that? love Christopher, but I literally wanted him to walk back out. <laughs> Please don't. No, I was stoked because here's the thing. Whether you love Christopher or hate Christopher, he makes this show kind of juicy. There's a little yeah, something there that I'm like, oh, I like I love that bathroom scene with them, the two of them. Like, even if you hate him and he makes you cringe and you're like, I don't want them together, it's definitely like a great tv thing right like okay what you know yeah i don't know i just get a sense of dread whenever he walks in oh, i don't <laughs> i know i'm this so episode, like what? i feel you on that i'm like what like a juice am i gonna have happen especially now? the bathroom scene where he's rubbing her arm oh my god i liked it if she did I it first i don't want to jump ahead but i she was did like it first. she reaches out to his arm i watched that three times because i was like there's uh, touching here i thought they were gonna make out in the bathroom <laughs> anyway uh, we'll get there. yeah i know everybody talks about the letters to scale i also had my best line here i think it's lorelei and she says i love the portrait idea because she's just so, like... <laughs> I don't know. This, this this is a perfect scene uh, displaying the, the just outrageous talent of Amy and, and Dan Palladino. Yeah. Just so many great Lorelei quippy lines. Yes. Yes. Just killing it. I, I mean, totally agree. Killing it. I don't know if you guys... Um watched uh superstore but the maid was in superstore oh no that's funny uh, good note carol yeah funny the one that she's like did i fire you yeah <laughs> dude how about melora hardin good casting mm-hmm isn't she great linny which i'm like carol of course her name's linny her name's carolyn bates linny mm -hmm. i love mm -hmm. that i'm mm -hmm. like that's so mm -hmm. rich it's just so great um 
All right. So now, and and the letters. I mean, come on, those letters were just. It was just like. <laughs> Is it weird yeah, that they're eating paella? I don't know why. I was like, I never would have thought yeah. at a Friday night dinner they would have paella. Well, they had so spaghetti and meatballs there. last week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I would have preferred the spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> anyway, great, great scene. Move, Just- move. When she says move, move to Lorelai, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Ripping move, the arm out move. of her socket to get her move. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh um, a lot I, of great I, face I, acting. Real quick, a lot of face acting here. Yeah, Lorelai and Christopher making the uh, face like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. this is happening. You've been It's really up. more, you know what really is? Let, let's just sort of hone in on this, Amy. It's eyeball acting. Eyeball acting. It's, eye, oh, it's yeah. eyes. <laughs> you are correct. It's, it's a lot of eyes. Sometimes it's, a mouth, it, sometimes a smirk. But it's like it begins with a thought and it comes out of the eyes and yeah. it's energy and you read it and that's what it is. Yeah. And the eyeballs are a part of the face. So I guess you could broadly define it as face. <laughs> and acting. Emily just pouring it on. Thick. Oh my gosh. You look like oh, a yeah, shampoo yeah. ad. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so now we're in uh, stars hollow again at night and there's more troubadours and there's a there's a mom rocking with her two kids and jumping up and down <laughs> is this where we saw the police officer this is where we see mm-hmm. oh Fife, which was absolutely hysterical there's a bus in the background totally unloading more <laughs> troubadours oh from all parts of the united states absolutely hysterical uh, Officer oh, Fife was genius. Um, and we get the real troubadour back. And then, and then Grantley Buffalo shows up and says, uh, "You know, Tor, what are you talking about? I made seven hundred bucks, and I never yeah. got to meet Neil Young. Heart of gold, my ass." Who so, sang "The Beaver <laughs> Ate My Thumb"? That was Dan Palladino oh, in yeah. the flesh. Yeah, and the guy on the bass, I think, was Dave Rogalski. Oh, the oh, real Dave Rogalski. Yeah, right, right. Um. God, what a great! This just wow. such a, you know, this episode was so dense. That, yes, like, that's what I'm. I, you could not catch your breath. That is you what could, I'm saying. There was that's why they gave us the troubadours because it was time for us to. <gasps> in a sense, on 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 multiple levels, this might be the best episode I've ever seen. I I I just I don't disagree, sir. I, I, I laughed and laughed throughout from beginning to oh end. My God. Well, I didn't quite laugh at the end, but it was. <laughs> It was a laugh riot. My wife came in and watched it with me. And it was, was also juicy, you guys. Like, you don't have to love <clears throat> the end, but the end is a juicy cliffhanger. Or, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I have different so, thoughts. You don't have to love it to a love beaver, it. A beaver ate my thumb. That's Dan Palladino. And um, but, 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 what are we missing here? Um no, huh? then we I think we're heading back to the bathroom, right? When do we go to the uh, bathroom? Well, we've got Logan and Finn. Oh, and yeah. Escorting Logan uh, to his uh, and then Rory opens the door and it's a London party. And she has a British accent and pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent, right? <laughs> she I looked hate real it. cute. She, she looked, looked real good, cute, right? I yeah. like the outfit. And, I think uh, we skipped the bathroom scene. Yeah, oh, we did. did. We, I think the bathroom scene comes first. I think you're right. What bathroom scene? The bathroom where, scene where he was touching her. You talked about it. You talked about how repulsed no, but we just by need, I've got a lot got more to talk about. Out, and we don't want to dwell on that gross I do. Scene. Okay, <laughs> I do. I've got a lot more to say about that. I scene. thought you just wanted to pass it by because it was like it was making you gag. 
<laughs> First of all, I was not gagging. Suzanne, were you gagging? I was gagging at the arm rubbing. Oh, not at all. So, so they basically, she's got to go to the bathroom. Christopher bops in there again. Love he it. He thought it was a sign that they meet in there. And yeah. Love. And, and he's like, get me out of she there. She said, what spy school did you go to? <laughs> so good. Get me out of with another great line. I think it says, I said, yes, that's how all great divorces start. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Look, they have chemistry, guys. You might not like it. But they have chemistry. They do. They do. And and how do you, so you that's what you feel when you see them together? You feel the chemistry? Yeah. Look, oh, okay. it might be an unpopular opinion, but No, no, if you feel it, you feel it. I mean, I'm just Nobody else in this here show feels their chemistry. I agree. I feel their chemistry. I, I, I don't. I feel I don't. like they have like a friendship like uh, yeah. friendliness kind of chemistry. Yeah. I don't I, think I, they I, have like a romantic kind of chemistry. I think it's I, I like feel that way too, Susan. Your yeah. first love that you're not in love with anymore, but you that still was your first love that you had a connection with way back in the day. Like I don't know, that's what I see. Like there's always going to be a, a little thing between them, whether it's platonic at the moment or not. Well, it's not, but also um, they have chemistry. I'm not saying look. Luke may be her soulmate, true love. We'll find out in season seven how they end up, Danielle. Mm. Christopher and Lorelai have chemistry. They have a connection. They have a thing. Doesn't mean he's the best choice for her, but there's a. they've got a thing. They sleep together all the time, you guys. It's not like they haven't slept together during the six seasons we've known them. Yeah. They do. You're talking about Christopher and Lorelai sleep together all the time? Well, not all the time, but they have during the seasons we've known them. They have. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't she sleep with Christopher like right after she ended or was ending it with Max Medina? Mm -hmm. Remember they were at the house and I think yeah. they like And they like out. snuck out. Yeah. yeah. They got chemistry, guys. They do. Mm. They've had it since they were 16. Good for you. They don't. You don't have to like it. I'm not feeling the chemistry between those two. That's Sorry. a debate. Whether it's people. Not, no, it's just. You, Even just I like the way they looked at each other at the yeah. dinner table. Like, they, and they have such a connection and so many unspoken things. You don't have to like it for it to be does, true. I don't. I'm not seeing it. I don't feel it. Sorry. Yeah. Run, I'm, don't I'm be sorry. I know. I am. I am sorry. It's a, a lot of Amy and Danielle versus Scott and Susan. <laughs> I think the battle lines have been drawn. I think it's also like, I don't dislike Christopher, right? Yeah. You guys do. So I don't know if that plays into your not feeling chemistry and it adds to me feeling it. I don't know. But I like that bathroom scene. I was like, are they going to just do it now? Like, I don't know. I'm so like... You see, I don't know. I th I thought uh, once that bathroom scene happened, I saw the writing on the wall. I realized what was about to happen. Um, and it was just, uh, I I texted the group text this morning. I'm like, I have never been so annoyed at a Gilmore <laughs> Girls episode in all six seasons. I am so annoyed. I'm I, not. It, it doesn't, annoyed look, me. It doesn't bother me very much do you know what? why it, 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 
it doesn't it's like i don't see the chemistry i don't feel the chemistry but it really doesn't bother me too much do you know why because i've got my jamaican me crazy in a cup <laughs> and i can always it's my go-to I think there's something else in You know what's cup. Jamaican me crazy? <laughs> Lorelai in this episode <laughs> is Jamaican me crazy. I don't, yeah, that's a great point. I don't know if she's making me crazy. Well, here's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. She knows Christopher's not it for her. She knows that. Like, she knows that just going back to him is easy, that going back to him, like, that's not her person. She knows oh. that whether or not they have chemistry or not, she knows that. And she's throwing away something that's so awesome. Maybe not at this moment they're going through their difficulties, but she's just like, you know what? I sleep with Christopher and forget well, about Luke for tonight. And it's like, uh, Lorelai, kinda, why yeah. do you self-sabotage mm-hmm. all the well, freaking time? We'll also get time? to ultimatums. I'm not a fan. No, I wanted her to do that because Luke needed no. to get get his stuff together. Like, well, we're, not there there kid. we're not there yet. So do we have <sighs> dinner first before we go to the elevator? Is it dinner first? Because there was some funny crap in that. We do. We, after after the London party, we are at dinner. Okay, so we have the London party first. And, Sorry. Uh, okay. This is this is uh, Lorelai at her best. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> Lorelai, are you having some sort of a breakdown? <laughs> <laughs> She's so good because she tried to sort of do her shtick to help oh, Christopher, man. and it's just so random and hilarious. Is it bad to have our voices in, in my head normal? Yeah. <laughs> How about two? I only have two. That's big English. <laughs> I mean, it's too good. It's just too good. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This writing, it's 1920s. It's the Algonquin Roundtable. It's the best comedy writers. It's Benchley. It's Perlman. It's all these great it's short good. story writers. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the best of the best. And this is a prime example of it, which is... You know, Amy and Dan are giving a global audience great literature. They're giving them the best of the best comedy writing that exists. I mean, yeah, go, go I, read I Crazy think, Like yeah. a Fox by S.J. Perlman. Tell me you're not going to laugh your ass off. It's just little little short stories about, I don't know, 15 of them in there. It's the funniest thing you'll ever read. What, what like, I, I don't know any of those fancy authors you just said, nothing, but you sound super smart. But, but, they, but they, no, no, no. They were the writers of that time what i and do beyond that is when people say they threw the this season away mm-hmm. intentionally i disagree i just totally disagree i think this episode is i think they went out with one of the best episodes ever there's no question the the, the uh, i i have to just say this the movies were not their best I, I want to redo all those movies, but this was really good. This is really good. So I don't this know. is this is the two of them showing off. Like I agree with you. Look how good we you. are. Like, I agree. We're, with you. we're just going to throw it down here. So, yeah. so something to remember us by. I agree with you because you ain't getting this no mo. Right? I don't think they had anything in the first six seasons that was other than vineyard valentine and maybe two other episodes that was like poopy this is Mm -hmm. like they're awesome right anyway so anyway uh great dinner table scene uh and uh we you know we see uh uh, linny as a very balanced very centered grounded caring intelligent person with a sense of humor um and probably way out of uh, uh, Christopher's league. <laughs> I kind of agree. Yeah, way, way, way out of. And I, I don't know what she found uh, so appealing in Christopher. Uh, d- did you think that there was, did, uh, Amy? Did you feel chemistry between Lenny? Look, and- I think he's a cutie pie. No, Listen. there's nothing between okay. Laura Hardin and Christopher. Yeah, Lenny, but he's a cutie. I could see why, if I were Lenny. And I've just moved to Hartford and I get invited over and there's this cutie. I'd be like, ooh, cutie. All right. This isn't too bad. All right. So now we're out in the driveway and Linny hasn't left yet. And she apologized to Lorelai that she's blocking her in and they have a conversation. That was and the only flag I had. Why? It was a little bit like, are you okay? Like she didn't really give me enough indication that she wasn't okay. No, I thought she gave plenty. Because if you give too much, then it's bad acting. Yeah, then, but then, I then just you're was gonna like, get yeah. into like, you know, it, it was too much face acting for you. Right. But it's like a little that. random that yeah. all of a sudden she's just willing to have a session in the back. Take of it car, from somebody whatever. who knows. That was very well executed. Right. It was very well performed. I fine. I believe you. I could have used on, a little on, more on, like, bo- I know, I know. But I but, believe you. 
it was it was enough. Trust me on that, because any more would have been indicating, and you don't want got to it, indicate. Got it. That's it, fair. Right? That's you have to, you have to err fair. on the side of caution, uh, and, and and that's the mistake a lot of actors make, is they just go too far, and she never does, which is why she's so good, right? Um. Anyway, that was hysterically funny edit. It was one of the best edits. Uh, mm-hmm. in Gilmore, yeah. when we we smash cut right to her in the back of the seat talking about her problems, that's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Okay, then. Two... No, 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 I'm fine. I gotta go. All right, bye. Cut. She's right. anyway. My mom and, <laughs> and two huge revelations from the back of that car right out yeah. the gate. Yeah, Did you love Max. No, I've never loved anyone until Luke. Wow, I want another. She would include Christopher. What? Fine, fine, fine. How did Christopher get into the scene? No, oh, because she's, yes, she never indeed. loved anyone until Luke, right? including Max, and that right. would also include Christopher. Well, there were 16. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't they, you know. They yeah. Um, yeah, it was a, a very poignant scene, very yeah. revealing, very powerful. Right. And she talks, mm-hmm. she says she feels crappy all the time. She can't take it. Yeah. 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 And I loved the advice that Linny gave her. Like, it was perfect. It's like, mm-hmm. you need to either live with it the way it is or go for what you want and mm-hmm. live with that consequence. But either way, you're, you're going to have to live with it. So decide what you want to do. Like, right. yeah. Now I'm going to Luke and grow a backbone and make your move. That didn't seem very psychologist to me. She was not, giving. Yeah, I agree. With you. She gave a little too much of advice. I agree with you. She gave a little bit. It was more a little. Yeah. I thought she was overstepping her bounds agree with you there a little bit but um, some give more advice than others yeah uh, i mean she she left it up to lorelei i mean she was basically she said you don't have him the way that you want him so either ask for what you want or get used to what it is that's her making a value judgment that she's has no knowledge of because it's patently false and it was uh, a hint what, of an overstep. Is, no, it's not false. She's she was absolutely right. Lorelai isn't getting what she wants out of this relationship anymore. But Luke isn't going anywhere. He loves her. He just needs some time. I thought yeah, we established I, I, Look, this. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I Well, the, the, okay. You so you think Luke, you think there's a chance that Luke is going to back out of this marriage? I'm not thinking that. No, I'm. I'm not thinking anything about Luke. I'm thinking of what we talked about last week. How Lorelai has realized that she's kind of done with the whole thing. So it's it's a question of whether Lorelai wants to stay in this, not Luke. Lorelai's the one. Luke has shown that this is how it is, and so now it's up to Lorelai to decide if she can live with that or not. Mm-hmm. She's had enough, and she's at her last final straw and right. and this is it exactly so i don't think it's about luke backing out now we're talking about lorelei backing out because, because she, she because can't she, deal w- with him she wants to start her life and she wants to have more another kid and she wants to get it moving here right right you know, right okay. and so that's and I just what think the psychologist she wants- was telling her like yeah. either communicate that to luke or continue to live with it the way it is like mm-hmm. like she said the only person that can make lorelei wait is lorelei Mm-hmm. It's out. Of, it's not up to Luke. It's mm-hmm. up to Lorelai what she's willing to put up with. Right. This is finally like I'm going to rate this episode higher than I rated the last couple ones because this is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for Lorelai to finally overcome that inertia 
And mm-hmm. I don't like how she did it. I think she completely went about it the wrong way. But I'm glad that she's not finally, like, you know, lurking behind trees and peeking out from right, behind right, the bushes right, anymore. Right, 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 right. Okay. And and really that 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 back the backseat uh, therapy session uh, spawned one of the great lines of Lorelai's uh, entire uh, library. I should have been a monkey. Washington Square, snappy hat. <laughs> Give yes, me a break. Gesture and everything. How funny was that? <laughs> Seriously, you know where Washington Square is in New York City. It's down by NYU. Um. All right, now we're back with uh, Rory and Logan. I loved this scene. Thanks, I did too, because it was everything. Yeah, it defined mm-hmm. where they were in the relationship. Tell me not to go. And they have chemistry. Mm-hmm. They oh, do. Boy, yeah. they, boy, do they have chemistry. And really good performances, just totally believable. She looked so cute. He's so cute. They you know, really he's a master, isn't he? He's so he's good. great. I think he's a really good actor. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. That was a good scene is. for both of them. Wow. Because he's not just a one-trick pony. Like he went on to do good good wife and the resident. And he's really good in yeah. both. And he was the lead in the resident and like deservedly so. Like he was he's that guy's a stud. He's he's a really talented yeah. dude. Yeah. And you know he's um, on like American Horror Story now. I think we talked about that. Yes. Oh yeah. I haven't watched it. I yes. would it creeps me out, but I'd watch it for him, but it's a little too scary. Well, that was a heartbreaking scene. Oh, it really was. Tell me not to go. That was painful. And the goodbye. Oh my God. We haven't gotten we're to that. Not, I'm sorry. I'm jumping. We're not in. there yet. We're not there. Oh, so painful. Oh. Um, yeah, I love that scene. All right, now we're I just, back at I Luke's. felt like the one difference between them two versus Luke and Lorelai is between Logan and Rory, they actually have decent communication skills. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Sure. You're right. Like, they actually communicate, like, well with each other. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, that's a good point. They do. And Especially that's for key. being 21. Yeah. 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 And that is the key, as, as we all know, mm-hmm. to successful mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, now we're back at uh, Luke's, and here we come with the big... Uh, it starts off very funny, because Ted Rooney doesn't want to pay for a full cup of coffee when he's only had a half a cup of coffee that he drank. <laughs> this is a scene. This and is then, a uh, scene. And then Lorelai comes in all hellfire and brimstone, and uh, Luke's got to take it outside. Mm. He's uh... Anyway, let's... Uh, I think we've discuss so, this but i think we're going to no, have a formal discussion of here's this my thing. question for you guys hmm. her speech she kind of gives a speech is yes. she right i think she was uh, let me offer uh, my outsider's opinion here uh even though i was in the scene uh, it was an insider's opinion <laughs> um i think it was it got heated real fast mm-hmm Almost to the point of it being shrill. Oh, so how how is a man supposed to respond to that? Just buckle down and say yes. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I'm not you know I didn't write it. Um, and I don't know. Have you ever been in a situation like this in your real life, guys? It's a question for you. Have you ever done this to a guy? Have you ever this wanted to intense. do this to a guy? Oh, I don't. I'm not an ultimatums. I don't. I I don't like ultimatums either. Mm-hmm. I think it was the wrong approach. Yeah. I, I don't blame her 
I think I think the two of them needed a confrontation to mm-hmm. like snap Luke out of it and make him realize that what he's been doing to Lorelai is not in her best interest or really in anyone's best interest. But she should have known. I mean, Luke very easily gets knocked off of his axis and she should have known mm-hmm. better than to come at him like that, guns blazing mm-hmm. with an ultimatum. Um, and she, but I, I mean, I can kind of see it because she was very worked up. She was, yeah. you know, practically hysterical at that point. And she's just, she's just had enough. And, and I, I think he should have gr- grabbed I her. Was the wrong I think approach. he should have grabbed her and said, don't go, don't walk yeah. away. Like yeah. we are going to work this out hang on and he sort of said i'm trying to think here like i think he should have not let her walk away yeah no one yeah. no one handled that situation the right way like lorelei shouldn't have gone in guns ablaze guns ablazing like you said suzanne but also luke shouldn't have just let her walk away like he right. should have said hey i hear you i know where you're coming from let's get a let's put a date on the calendar tomorrow you know, or listen, tonight, listen, or something. Guys, 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 guys. Hang Instead on. Instead of just letting her walk away. That thing escalated pretty quickly. And it got, she got, she was screaming at him. And it gets to that point. I wouldn't call it screaming. Oh, sure. It was screaming. It was anger. She got angry. She went to another level of anger. I don't think so. She was a oh, sure. she was upset. I, I wouldn't call that anger. I think it's a girl upset, just so okay. emotional. But, okay. But I don't, I don't know that. You know, he was so taken aback by that in the moment and so caught off guard by that anger. Because we have we seen her ever talk to him that way? Not quite close. There's been a Because I think times. what he was thinking was, you know, hey, you know, you don't listen, rich girl. You don't talk to me this way. You know, I think his back went up and it was like, whoa, this is over the top mm-hmm. and I'm not having this. Nobody, nobody talks and nobody gives me orders and I've got a situation and uh, now I've got the woman I love just screaming in my face. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's a possibility that you can come over and just sort of grab somebody and say, hey, don't go. You know, he's not that guy. I picked up more confusion from him. Like, why is she so hysterical? Like, what is going on right now? Um and then I think I think at kind of at the end of the conversation he did get a little bit defensive, but I didn't really pick up on anger from him. I think he was confused. As yeah, like, he was like, know, "Where is all this coming from?" Because he hasn't been seeing it this whole time. So even though it's been a slow build for those of us that have seen what Lorelai was going through, he hasn't seen that, and so to him the whole thing was a surprise. Right. So I was referring to the anger coming out of her toward him, which put it back on his heels. Anyway, I guess in those things, nobody wins, do they? Hmm? Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. 
Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Now we we get these nice sweeping shots of we get we get Sam Phillips. There she is <laughs> singing and playing the guitar. And that's Sam Phillips right there. And she's just such a great uh performer. I mean, I now I want to go see her live somewhere, you know. Yeah, she was cool. A, she was such cool. a great vibe and such a yeah. great voice and mm-hmm. such a such great melodies and these songs. Um you know that's a real artist there. All right, so now we're um, Oof, the door. Now knock. we go to apartment four, Oof. and a knock on the door of apartment four, and who is behind door number four? Dun, dun, dun. But our not a troubadour, but not a humidor, <laughs> but a Christopher. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and did everybody expect that? Like Danielle, is that what you? like when the knock knock did you know that that was yeah i knew it i knew this was i literally knew this was happening the second the bathroom scene happened yeah and it's just annoying and um, (laughs) i wasn't annoyed i'm so annoyed it's just so captain (laughs) obvious i don't know i just wish like this might be a very unpopular opinion but i'm just for me, I just felt like I was watching the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like it's the fifth time I've seen this scene. But I was like, why aren't why wouldn't like they make Luke hook up with Anna or something? That would have been more entertaining for me or more mm-hmm. shock value for me. Right. But because it's not called Christopher Dane's again. Boy. It's called Gilmore Girls. Uh, it's just <laughs> I don't know. I I I was really annoyed. 
I thought mm. it kind of tracked and I wasn't that mad about it, but that's going to be an unpopular opinion. Was it soapy? Was it, it soap was opera? soapy? Yes. It was soapy. And I love that. And mm -hmm. 99% of people will hate that. I mm -hmm. love that stuff. So that's probably why I was like, oh, I did too. But I, I didn't even think it was soapy. I, I, I just thought it was Captain Obvious. Same, same, same. Do we have a different storyline, please? But that's the definition of soapy is Captain Obvious. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, yes. that's pretty you true. You see it coming a mile away. Yeah, I guess you're yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, so there you go. And she goes on. In. And we don't know yet. What? Maybe they're just going to talk. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know. We but we know. know. Wait, it was Sophie, so we know. Well, because at first she just goes in. Yeah. We don't get the there's another scene payoff. After. Oh, okay. I thought we were just because it was soapy. We know what's going to happen. Because first we hear we get the sad goodbye that was right. really sad between this, Logan the and soapy Rory. thing will happen. Um, yeah, it's interesting how the Rory Logan doesn't feel soapy. It feels drama, right? But not soapy. That really felt so genuine and and yeah. uh uh you want to talk about face acting here yeah hey matt zucri when that elevator door closes oh. and he's mm. not looking at her oh I, my goodness i've never seen a kid more devastated in my life and it, it was, was like good. you didn't tell me not to go was anybody distracted by Rory's bangs through this? I was still okay. <laughs> the best line is say hi to William and Harry for me. And he says, I love you. And she goes, that's a lot better than say I'll hi say to William, William and Harry. <laughs> yeah. No, her bangs, like sometimes it would be fully across her face. And then other scenes or uh, like other takes were across her face. I don't know. The, the bangs <laughs> were not consistent. The, the bangs were, I kind of liked it. She looked cute. The bangs were fine. The car service for the year, and she's got the apartment for the year, and car service for another month, and like the whole thing is just like. Oh, Hang on, she oh. she had two chances to stop him. She's not going to stop him to. because it's I understand that, but he's putting out. He just keeps offering, like, hey, because he, he says to her, "I don't want you to come with me to the airport because if you come, I won't get on the plane." Yeah, that was so. Her wow. move was to go. She you can't be that person. Move. She doesn't want to be the stop. one to stop him from like growing up. Yeah. 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 Or the reason, you know, like mm -hmm. you make the decision on your own that you want to stay here for me. I don't, I don't want to make right, that don't for you. Don't put it on her. Yeah. 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 And she understood what Mitchum was saying. So it's like, yeah, I know he still yeah. wanted to hear it. We didn't, but we got some great face acting. At the Do end. you think, if the scene with Mitchum didn't happen, that Rory would have tried or, or would have said, stay, please Maybe. stay. Yeah, I do. Yeah, actually. possibly. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. And now the uh, finale, oh. the last scene that the Paladinos wrote uh, during uh, the run of the original initial run of the show was... Lorelai in bed with no clothes on. Mm. And then Gigi runs in and says, Daddy, Daddy, is she sick? <laughs> <laughs> and I think she's sick uh, in many different ways with grief, maybe. with uh, She's a little, I don't know. She's confused. Yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, she's confused. So the, the show begins with her thinking about her life and what she wants. And the show ends with her mm -hmm. thinking about what she has just done to her life. 
is she in a more empowered place at the end of the show than she was at the beginning of the show? What's your opinion? No, no worse. You yeah. think she's in a she's in a worse spot. I do. But well, I like it. Complicated but... spot for sure. Yeah. She like started down here, then she went up and finally voiced her feelings. And then now she just ho- took a big downward spiral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she I I think it was just really impulsive and she just maybe subconsciously felt like she just needed to really drive that final nail into the coffin yeah. and this was going to be what does it i also think when she decided to go to christopher's house she decided that she was going to sleep with him i don't think she was there yeah. just to like get you know like a, a friend's op- opinion on her situation she went there knowing that they were going to sleep together i i think so I yeah, I think it was a power thing. I think she wanted to feel her power again. Yeah, and somebody that just loves her. I wish that Christopher had not gone along with it. Like I wish Oh, come on though. He's such an unrealistic he wish. Been, well, I He's in I, heaven. I think maybe maybe it is unrealistic for because a, we for know a that char- Christopher- for a character that's spineless. Yeah. You think he was going to do the right thing? No. Yeah, he's, That's why he's in the show. He couldn't be happier. That's his character. That's his function. I don't know. I kind of agree with you, Suzanne, because the last episode he did do, like he did do good by her. You know, right? Like he's taken the high road before, and and I feel like I have kind of the same feeling about Rory and Logan stealing the yacht. Like I wish Ro- uh, oh, Logan hadn't gone said, along with stop it. Stop it! Right? That's yeah. I get it. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's less it's less soapy, right? I agree unrealistic, but yeah. I, I get where your head's at. Right, 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 right. I just I just wish he he instead of like you know, jumping right into bed with her, he could have like been more of a friend and let her vent or whatever. But he loves her. He loves her. That's he, risky okay. going right. into season seven because you don't want to make him too likable. Right. No, I'm with you, Suzanne. I, but no, I, I understand what you're saying. But if he, but if he comes around full circle and he turns out to be, hey, he's a really great guy in this situation. Eh, I don't know if they want that. You know. Yeah. He's he has a function as a character. Here's the unpopular opinion. Aside from the fact that I do like Christopher, look, I like Christopher. Whatever. I like the ending. I like the. What you yes, do? Yes, it's a cliffhanger. It's like, oh my god, this it's it's. It's blowing everything up. It's like, what is I happening? Just couldn't have not had a more different reaction. I mean, I, I, it was not a cliffhanger to me. I, I literally saw it coming a mile away. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for the scene. I'm waiting for the scene. I'm waiting for the scene. It came. I was annoyed. And then I just, I was just annoyed. I was at, in such a bad mood after watching oh, this I wasn't. Episode. I was like, yeah, this is juicy. Oh, oh my God. I'm like stoked for season seven. Really, I'm not. I just was like, God, I just want, I wanted, I wanted it to be different. I didn't want it to be a Christopher payoff. I didn't. What do you want, Max? Oh, I I would have loved Max. That would have been amazing. I thought that would have, that would have been really fun. Jason. I was not Jason. Luke wasn't going to say yes because this is just getting us to see like right if Luke would have done what I wanted him to do it would have been a that could have just 
been a whole different season seven. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like right, but as a viewer, I'm tired of being dissatisfied. Right. Like, I want to get that's an interesting Lorelai payoff. That is an interesting point. That's and six, I am sort of enjoying of, that is six years of chronic dissatisfaction for the fans. Yeah, that is I am not. Point. I'm. Excellent, I'm enjoying the. Point. Yeah, it is. But I'm enjoying the curveball. I'm like, okay, it's not a curveball. It's, it's not, not a curveball. Curve <laughs> it's a pizza pie in your face yet well, again. Again, like for, while you're trying to clean off the other sauce <laughs> from your face, you're like, again, I haven't again, cleaned off my I get face a already. In the face? Oh, <laughs> yeah. for God's sake, Jesus, again! Not mad about this it. is what I get for being a Gilmore girl. I mean, fan here's my thing: if you you guys love Amy and Dan, right? You love them. You're like, this is a perfect episode then I trust they know what they were doing. And I liked it. So I think they did it. I think I, I'm like, I'm in. Mm. They know what they're doing. I don't think right the fans, along with I, it. I don't think the fans are too happy with this episode and with this scene. Well, we'll see. Well, I mean, I, I don't think they were too happy with it. I was. I didn't like it. I was at because, the time, too. I was at the time. At this point, they're probably saying, you know, and I'll... I sound like a broken record, but it's like, where the hell's the wedding? Yeah, but I don't, we're not ready for it yet. Uh, no, the fans are more than ready for it. They were ready for it. Season yeah, do one. like a runaway bride wedding. Like, do it's, something like that. Do something so If cool. there's a wedding, yeah. when? Be positive. Be life affirming. Guys, you know? say they ran off and eloped. Say they ran yeah. off and eloped. What is season seven then? Just them being happy? How about Luke shows up in uh, April hating Lorelai and, and, and instead of boinking Christopher? Why doesn't Luke show up in an Elvis suit and said, hey, lady, or I'm taking you to Nashville. I'm going to marry you, you know, and have a big <laughs> cheesy wedding. Or Why not? There's the yeah, there's nothing wrong with them fun. being happy. It's OK. <laughs> right. There's so right. Little yeah. of them being happy because there was always, right. you know, a fight with Rory. Yeah. Or, right. Like, if right. Right. Along, we never got to enjoy them being a happy couple. Yeah. Well, if Lorelai so and Luke just, ended up together, you, there's so many outlying factors that can screw things up. April, Anna, mm -hmm. Max Medina, Christopher. Like you can right. have Cr Christopher right. come back and try to sleep with Lorelai while she, yeah. she's married to Luke. Like you could yeah. have all that happen. Oh, yeah. right. There's plenty you know? of But it's there. like this, this, nothing can stop this love. Nothing. Right? Well, That's the way it should have been. Oh, well. It wasn't. <laughs> Hi, Tara. Oh, no. Hi. Tara has just joined. Tara, in our last two minutes, would you like to give your thoughts on this episode? Yeah, I skip this episode usually, so oh. it's, it's not my favorite. It's it's, it's a rough one to watch. Oh, such a, I disagree. See, chronic dissatisfaction from the fan base because they want Luke in an Elvis suit dragging her off to. I feel like I mean Nashville I for a or Vegas for a quick wedding. I don't I don't know what was said, but I don't want to drag it on. But for me, I feel like the worst part was that she went to Christopher. I think if they broke off the wedding and the like and that was it, I wouldn't have been as upset as if she, if she didn't go to Christopher. That's mm -hmm. the part that bothered me. Wow. But now I can go back and listen to what you guys said. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll, it'll be about that's what a, you that's expect. That's a good point, though. It'll that's be what a good point. Like if they, yeah. If if Luke and Lorelai had just broken up, that that would be one thing. But her actually going to Christopher like takes it to the next. Yeah, level. like I the would next still be awesome level. No, and I just the next level of torture. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, we're making a TV show here too, where I'm like, 
the door. Oh, and then you know, the it's like turning into like Dante's Inferno. It's like the level. Yeah, I like I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest. If I was watching this for the first, you know, well, I am watching it for the first time, but like back then, I wouldn't have come back for the next season. I don't think. Ooh, well, interestingly, wow. yeah. some people didn't. Down goes That's Frasier. interesting that you say that yeah. because uh, it had a big ratings drop off in season seven. Yeah, I would have stopped. I would have been like, yeah. this is the same thing. I'm done. I'm over I this. think if you like Chris, like I like Christopher. So I'm I, like, Amy, I like Christopher and I'm still annoyed. Like, I, oh, for the love of God. From, his, <laughs> from a character's perspective, I enjoy him on my TV screen. Mm. All right. I did not like that. What are we what are we giving this episode, gang? We gotta wrap this up. We got Who goes first? I'll who, do it. I'll go first this time. Go ahead. What's your measuring uh what's your yardstick measuring what sticks you, are No no give give the rating and then the measuring stick. Oh, I thought we give the measuring stick first. No, you give it second. I'm giving it ten Volvos. Ten Volvos. Marilyn Rice Cub's song about a Volvo. Oh, okay. <laughs> ten Volvos. Uh Danielle. I'm going to give it 6.5. Wow. (laughs) I'm going to give it 6.5 plates of paella. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, It's my lowest I've ever rated an episode. Tara, what'd you... uh... Um, I'm going to give it 6.7 British flags. Wow. 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 Uh, Susan, I I went up a little bit on my ratings. Just like I said before, I was happy that that Lorelai finally got out of her rut. Um, so I give it eight. Uh, Rory Gilmore Astronomy Buildings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. That's a good one. Funny to scale. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna rate it two ways. Hmm. Up until the last scene, I'm giving it a 10. But mm. that last scene, I'm giving a zero. Oh. <laughs> okay. So that that's an average. So I'm it's going to take it down to, I mean, for me, it's drifting around. It, it was such an enjoyable episode to watch, though. And it was so disappointing at the end. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be down there... Uh, can one scene affect a score that much? I don't know. Yeah, but did mine. I I just such a brilliant episode. Just such a brilliant episode. And then that last scene, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna be down there in the sixes with you guys. Oof. And I uh oh. I wanted to give it a ten. For me, it was a ten, ten all the way, ten plus, and then that last scene, I was just like, oh boy. Um, so I'm gonna give it a six point seven three seven dirty bed sheets. <laughs> oh, god. oh my god an appropriate ending to a disappointing season six oh, uh, i just don't i'm not disappointed actually, by season six but but it's such some of the best writing was in season six some of the great jokes some of the great performances in season six um yeah what really, do we give season six overall don't give it yet but i think over the next you know little bit here we're going to do some special things for everybody before we start season seven mm-hmm. i want to know what everybody's take was on season six but not yet yeah not yet all right so that's going to wrap her up folks oh, so it's wrapping up season lines. six we only have one season left we yeah, what was your favorite line did anybody have a? I gave mine during 
Yeah, what kind of game during? Suzanne, what was yours? Mine was uh, at Richard and Emily's when uh, Lorelai said, it's the astronomy building. You have to be able to see it from outer space. Right. Danielle, <laughs> did you have one? Yeah, mine was uh, three. Sorry, I have to say all three. But it's between. No, no, you one and then. I you, can't. You, it's between Patty and Luke. Pat, um, Patty goes, there's nothing sexier than a man in tights. Luke says, stop imagining me, <laughs> imagining me in tights, Patty. And she goes, it's a free country, honey. <laughs> I don't have one on me, but. I have one that we didn't do yet, which I'm sure will break down in pop culture, but Good. I won't be ignored, Dan. Because for those people that got it. I had to Google that. Oh, but Tara, I have a backup if you want it. Oh, my, sure. I'll take your backup. My backup was Taylor saying, there's no jumping in the town square. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and wait, no did you get your number one, Suzanne? What? I, what was your top one? I missed it. Oh, the when Lorelai said it's about the big lettering, it's the astronomy. Oh, building. yeah. Sorry. See it from space. literally just said that two seconds ago. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Amy. Um, I, I don't have a favorite line. The, the entire episode up until the last scene is my favorite line. There were 20 favorite lines. Best fans on the planet. Thanks for downloading. We'll see you next time. Uh, keep the cards and letters coming and stay safe, everybody. forget follow us on instagram at i am all in podcast and email us at gilmore at iheartradio.com all summer the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal soaring temperatures come with soaring prices but what if there was another way With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.